0: so that you know when i'm going live and doing these game shows and podcast recordings uh so i don't know uh let's go let's go ahead and get started like this uh have you guys ever been to a boutique hotel have you ever had a day pass or some sort of membership at a hotel and you start living luxuriously so as i'm getting closer to my 40s i'm the kind of person that hasn't fully experienced miami at this level, I guess. You know, my experience of Miami is, you know, going out to eat, going to a party here and there, a little nightclubbing, a little bar here, all that kind of stuff. But I've never really done things like fine dining, uh drinking rum or high end rum. And I've never really done things like going to hotels when I'm not staying in them. That is I remember one time I went to a hotel uh, to go to a bar there to meet a friend. And I was spending, like, I bought these $50 pineapple drinks. And I spent, like, $300 just drinking these, these, these things, right? I was like, ah, I'm in a splurging mood, whatever. I'll blow my whole bill on this thing. Uh, and then, like, I try to swim in the pool. I'm the only guy that, me and my friend are the only ones there. We try to take a dip in the pool and they wouldn't let us in like, oh, no, it's only for hotel guests. Well, I am a guest. I just spent $300 on a Tuesday afternoon at 2 o'clock. I'm the only guest you got. And the guy was adamant, you know. He kind of gave me a look like, I know who you are, and you ain't going to get past me. I was like, all right, fine, whatever. So in this podcast, what I would like to do is I would like to share with you guys my experience going in an all-day pass at a fancy hotel, which was an amazing experience for me. But I was like a fly on the wall just witnessing Everything that was happening around me. Every once in a while, your boy gets invited to some fancy, you know, you know, some fancy stuff. And from now on, I really think hotel memberships is really where it's at. Uh, every time I, I've I've been told about all day passes for hotels. There's some friends that participate in this, and you know, when you go fancy in Miami, it's very difficult to go back. When I when I went. To my first fine dining experience, and shout out to all the people that have invited me, all the chefs and GMs and owners, I'll never forget you. When you DM me and you're like, hey, come out, eat at my place. You don't got to do nothing. Just We just want you here. And then you show up, and then they're just like, oh, Mr. Garavito, thank you very much for coming here. Here's a bunch of dishes. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> they just started bringing out dishes. Like, all right, so th- what are you into? Do you like gin? Do you like vodka? I got you. Okay, so and then they start bringing out these drinks. So you're like, bro, I've never experienced this in my life. And they just don't want anything. It's just like the chef is a big fan. He just wants to give you a bunch of food and make you have a good time. And I was like, man, this is amazing. I got to write more jokes. <laughs> so then now how do, when you do that, how do you go back to eating like, you know, a sandwich at Publix? How do you do that? Like, I, I can't go back to that lifestyle. It's almost like you call this attendee sub Look at this. These tenders aren't even crispy. <laughs> like, it ruined my life <laughs> going to these fancy things. I'm smoking cigars. I'm having great conversations with people at cigar bars, and I'm drinking fancy rum. We're talking about business and stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, that ETF, that's a good one, all right? If you like that ETF, look into this one, well, you know. It's great. And then you hang out with your pothead friend smoking weed. <sighs> Yo, man, you know that the aliens are already among us. Be like, yo, what are you talking about? <laughs> and now it, it, you can do that. You can you can appreciate something so much that you can't go back. But one thing that's great about living a fancy lifestyle with an all-day pass at a hotel is that you can go back to your efficiency. You can live in a, an extremely imaginative, imaginative lifestyle where all your fantasies come true. You're hanging out at a pool. You know, you're in the middle, you're sitting on a cabana, the the two cabanas next to you have women, you're taking a selfie, are they with the girls? They'll never know. All right, you're eating fancy food, okay, you take a photo of you drinking fancy drinks and then you post that all online, no one will ever question it, no one will ever know that you're going back into a garage somewhere in in Miami Springs. And that's what's great about All Day Passes, it's a life that you can live, It's a life that you can live, and it's a life that people will believe you, that, people, that other people will look at your, your media and be like, oh, yeah, that guy's really all about that. It's like a Disneyland for adults in Miami Beach. So I pull up to the valet, and, of course, I'm already planning on spending like $50 on this thing. And surely enough, the valet guy comes out, and those cars, those cars are Bugattis, Ferraris, Lambos, and, you know, you got to throw in some Mercedes-Benz here and there to kind of balance it out. But here I am. I pull up in a, in a Honda Civic. I'm the only car at this level. All right? But there's one thing that I do one-up them on. It's a 2022 model. So while these guys are out there with these fancy cars, I can walk up to them and be like, what is this, a 2019 Ferrari? <sighs> My car is of this year. All right? And I plan on leasing the new model next year. All right, buddy? All right? I think, I'm, I, think I win here. I think I got the bigger dig here, okay, sir? That's how I felt. That's how I tricked myself. But there were some beautiful cars. There were some vintage cars there, like those remade 1960s fancy cars from, like, uh, those movies with James Bond in it, but, like, the older versions. And maybe, who knows, maybe they don't even run anymore, and then when the engine busts, they just say, hey, the valet broke my car. Don't worry, sir, we'll cover it. (laughs) But shout-out to the valet guys, man. There is no parking garage. There is no parking lot. And you guys are actually making all these cars fit one way or another. It's like they're masters at Tetris. They should play Tetris. Like, they should go play those tournaments, and they'll probably beat some nerd that has been practicing on Tetris for years, his whole life, playing Tetris. And some guy with, like, a hotel name tag on a polo will probably beat that guy. That's how talented those valet guys are, and they don't get enough credit for all the magic and miracles they do in fitting so many cars in such a little space. (laughs) I can't give those guys enough credit. They're out in the sun and they're making your car disappear for the time being. It's worth $50. Hey man, I'm in Miami beach. I don't know where to park. Make this thing go away for a little while while I go get drunk. And so I walk into the reception area and I'm not going to name the hotel by the way. All right. Even though it wouldn't make them look good, but I walk into the reception area and you know, this is models everywhere. It's like the next top model. And everybody is, like, judging each other's outfits. You hear the, the, the high heels treading on the floor, the marble floor. Everybody looks amazing. And I felt like I was underdressed. I was like, I thought I was going to the pool. Right? Turns out, if you're going to the pool at a fancy hotel with a day pass, you still got to dress the part. You still got to have swimwear on with a nice see-through dress on top, so as you're walking around, it looks like you're in slow motion. Oh, my God, who's that? I don't know, but she bought that outfit, and it just looks marvelous on her, right? It was like one big catwalk. I was just taken aback at how great everybody looked, and I'm just here with my, uh, with my swim trunks and some, uh, some off-brand shoes, you know, because I'm comfortable, all right? I don't really think, I'm not much of a sneakerhead. I tried getting into sneakers. Not really my thing. They get all scuffed. But here's the thing that I've learned. People of status don't care that if you've got tatter, a tattered shirt on or jeans with holes in them. But if your sneakers are scuffed or dirty or anywhere near, it's almost like you go back. and you know, Have you ever seen Star Wars? You know when the robots walk into the bar and they're like, hey, we don't serve their kind here. That's how I felt. Like they just sized me up. They looked at my shoes and they were like, ah, we don't serve his kind here. <laughs> Surely enough, my friend came out. I was like, oh, no, no, he's with me, right? And so we go to the pool and, uh, you know, take my shoes off. I put a towel over him, trying to cover him. And so I'm hanging out in the pool area, and here's it looks like trenches because, like, all the cabanas are placed together, and it's, it seems like everyone is auditioning for themselves. It's one big conversation. So as I'm talking to my group of friends, the people behind me can hear me, The people in front of us can hear us. And so we're already, it feels like we're auditioning for social status. It's like, oh, is his conversation better than mine? What's he talking about? He's talking about Bitcoin. Ah, that's so last year. What do you talk about? Real estate. Ah, that's so played out. What do you talk, right? And so it kind of feels like that as I'm having a conversation in in these cabanas. But surely enough, you're surrounded by great looking people. Um, Even, you know, some guy came out of the pool, you my friend. He was wearing a Speedo. It's not just ladies with the great swimwear. It's guys, too. And this guy's bulge. So I'm sitting in the cabana. This guy is standing up. And his bulge is, like, right in front of my face. But I'm looking around, and everyone's not laughing at the fact that this thing is so close to my head. This guy's bulge literally looked like a flotation device. That's how big this thing was. But, you know, I can't be like, you know, get, get your dick out of, my, out of my face, man. I can't say that. So I'm talking to this guy. He's like, oh, yeah, you're into coaching. Yeah, what else? That's great. That's awesome wow right so nice guy uh <laughs> fit he was fit not gonna lie and we it, it ended up being a really cool guy i met at a hotel we ended up being friends we changed instagram profiles and then now you know i get invited to the the hotel pool and then now i gotta buy a speedo to fit in you know what i mean <laughs> and nonetheless man it still made a good friend regardless of whether we're wearing speedos or not speedos don't make the friend swimwear doesn't make the friend It's how they see you, even if they're above you. (laughs) Well, so I'm looking around and all the beautiful people that are talking, everyone's getting drunk. Everyone's eating food. And here's a little here's a little piece of advice that you could use to look like you're the, the life of the party. What you do when you're at a hotel pool party is you wave and blow a kiss in any direction and people will just assume that, you know, somebody from across the pool. You don't even have to know who you're doing it to. You just look over there and be like, because I was seeing that everywhere. Just people waving at each other from afar. I was like, oh, look at these social butterflies. They all know each other. This is one big happy group. And everybody's looking at that. It's like, oh, that, that person is connected. That person knows somebody here. That person is friendly amongst the group here. So that's what you gotta do. If you wanna be considered as part of the group, just blow a kiss and wave at people randomly. They won't even know you're doing it to them. Hell, they might even do it back. Oh, I was waiting for somebody to do that to me. Thank you. Now we both look like we know what we're doing in this pool party. (laughs) So as the sun started to set, I went over to the the bar and lounge area. And uh, I like it. I got to admit, expensive cocktails are the best way to get drunk. That's just my opinion. Expensive cocktails are the best. You don't get a hangover. You get the best kind of buzz. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it ran me a lot of money. It was like $25 cocktails, but still, I loved it. The food was amazing, too. I have a theory that if you can see the kitchen out in the open, that food is going to be fire. I don't know why. It's when it, the kitchen is somewhere in the back, hidden somewhere, that makes me, like, question. Is like, how are you cooking my steak exactly? Uh, how do these lines, how do these grill marks end up on my meat how did you do it i didn't see you do it did you paint them on i really believe that if the kitchen is in the open you're about to eat good it's almost like a an unofficial hibachi it's like you order your food you wait five minutes and then you say i'll be right back i'm going to the bathroom so as you walk towards the bathroom we just look inside the kitchen to be like all right you guys look like you know what you're doing in here (laughs) I love open kitchens. That's the best way to eat, in my opinion. The food is good. You know, it's costly, but it's good. I appreciate that. Uh, so right after uh, we ate and we drank, so I'm already buzzed, and I'm going, into, uh, I'm going into, like, this lounge area that they're doing an event. That's another thing I really like about the hotel day passes. You get to go to their events. You get to use their gym and sometimes there's someone doing, like, a spin class for free at one, one random morning. Or you get to go to some lounge and there's, like, a DJ spinning or whatever. And the ambiance of this is really cool. Like, it's, it's like if you get a, a membership at a hotel, it becomes an extension of your home. The lobby is now your, your living room. And the people that are coming down to hang out in the lounge or in the living room, in, your, in, your, in the lobby, a.k.a. your living room, they're kind of like uh, roommates, Oh yeah, it's uh, Bob from Room RT two seven or whatever. Hey, what's up, man? How are you? Right, that's what I like about the 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 hotel day passes. It's it's almost like you're if you live in a really you know shitty apartment, you can pay two to three hundred dollars a month, and then you just gotta drive to the rest of your house. <laughs> Get out of my property, sir! You're in the lobby. <laughs> Hotels have amazing playlists man I don't know what it is about hotel music But like the way that they're able to generate the music It's it's an impressive Balance of like Deep cuts and songs you recognize It's so good It's like I would be walking around and I would hear a song Playing at a hotel and I'd be like oh I know this This is the so and so remix played by So and so oh my god how do they know That this is such a good song That is a deep cut you gotta go deep in Spotify to find that one so shout out to all the people that make uh, hotel music. You really know what you're doing because it's always the popular places that play like top 40. You know, like when you're running errands, you go to Walmart, you go grocery shopping, you go to Target. You even go do your, your laundry at a laundromat and they're playing top 40. You're like, oh, wow, Taylor Swift. I haven't heard this one before. Here we go. You're hot and you're cold. No, that's not Taylor Swift. That's, uh, that's the other one with the jugs, I forgot her name, Katy Perry, right? All that top 40 on the radio stuff. You know, I'm not hating, but still it's like, you know, find yourself a hotel DJ. Imagine going to a Publix, you're there to buy yogurt, and then they're playing like some deep cut house techno music. I swear that you're gonna separate yourself from all the other Publixes. Why are you gonna drive all the way to that Publix? It's, it's 30 minutes away. Bro, the soundtrack there is amazing. <laughs> So I go into this little lounge area and there's a DJ talking about music and equipment and all that. And I'm, I'm watching, uh, and you know, he's talking, so I'm like, all right, this isn't what DJs are supposed to do. So I just walk away. I come back an hour later and he's spinning and it's like vinyl day. I think it's like vinyl day or something like that. So they got these crates of vinyls and I'm going through them, you know, reminiscing about my hipster days. And I'm, I'm going through. I was like, oh yeah, this is a great track. It's a good one. And then I see this, uh, this girl. With, like, uh, bangs. She has, like, a bangs haircut. And she's got, like, this uh, denim vest with tattoos. and And, like, short skirt and sneakers. And I'm like, I haven't seen anyone like you in Miami since the 2010s. And then it hit me. It's like, oh. You know, it's a very small population. And they're not going to the places that I frequent. They're going to places like this. Oh, this is why. I think these people don't exist in Miami because they're tucked away into some little lounge that some DJ is playing a vinyl night or whatever. It's like, oh, okay, now it's clicking. Now more of a reason for me to join these hotel day passes. So I think it's a great investment. You never know who you meet. The music is great. The food is great. Drinks are great. Two $300 a month. You get a gym membership included. I highly recommend it. All right? So with that being said, we do have some hotel comedy shows. <laughs> Look at that segue for the plug, which I will be asking. That will be part of the negotiating from now on. Every time I do a hotel comedy show, I'm going to say I need, I need a hotel day pass every day. Every day I want to pull up into your pools, into your lounges, into your lobbies, into your gyms. I want to feel like I'm a resident there because I live in a garage. <laughs> So, highly recommend hotel day passes. I think it's a great investment, especially in Miami. Plenty of AC. You get your your valet cut in half. All right. So, if you're going to Miami Beach and the hotel, and you got a, a day pass to a hotel nearby, you just do the valet there. It's better than doing the garage for the same price. All right. So, with that being said, these are our ho- these are our shows, including the hotel shows. Uh, Mondays, we, are, we have two shows. We're at Red Bar and then Thank You, Miami, 8 and 9 p.m. Tuesdays, we're doubled up. We're at Dom's and Brickle. And then El Salon is inside the Esme Hotel in Miami Beach. Great cocktail bar. Both of them are speakeasy comedy shows, so it's a great vibe. Wednesdays, we're doubled up again. We're at the SLS Hotel, which I will be asking Hotel Day Passes for. All right, you're going to see me frequenting that very often. Then we're at the uh, DC Pico in Doral. And then uh, no show Thursday. I'm looking for a new venue. If you guys got any connects, make sure you guys let me know. Uh, preferably hotels. <laughs> and then Friday, we're back at Thank You Miami. Saturday, we're at Extraversion Bistro at the Berkeley Shore Hotel. All right, need an all day pass there too. Shout out to them. And then Sundays, which was tonight, we were over at the Tipsy Flamingo. All right, that is it for the podcast, everybody. Do support, subscribe, download, do all that stuff that makes it seem like people are out there, you know, paying attention to this uh, podcast. We talk about Miami. You are participating in the chat while we do the live stream. Just visit us on YouTube, visit us on Twitter, visit us on Spotify. We're on all that stuff. All right, until next time, see you on the next episode.